Right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Love Island cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps. My co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. Great to speak to you again. And to get ready for this podcast, I've done just like the show and gone for a double dumping. So, <laughs> shall, shall we start off there today? So, yes. how shocked were you when Rebecca and Jordan were jettisoned from the villa? <laughs> well, well... Not really, because you, you sort of get it, don't you? Where they, they edit these people out, and obviously she was sort of yesterday's newspaper when we had the whole thing last week, didn't we? With um, was it Luke? Not Luke M. When she came in, and there was this. Oh, well, she she tripped up. She, she snaked Shanice a couple of times, didn't she? That she, was it. She yeah, went for yeah. Luke uh, T. Yep. Yep. And we so, had a bit of drama there, but she's just. I think, Chris, she, she's boring. I think they have been edited out a bit. But Jordan, he just seems like a nice lad, doesn't he? He talks very well. And she's, despite all the early bluster, she's just a bit boring. But a third thing, I just I just don't think she's very nice. No, no. And, and at the end, you know, Jordan's sort of thinking of, you know, let's, let's think of some of the pictures we can get in the OK magazine. Can we get a little bit of appearances on, say, a celebrity juice as a couple? Can we do some? And he's like, well, we're going to see how she went. I don't think we're going to be seeing each other outside <laughs> yeah. the villa. The chances are very slim, like. You, yeah. know? <laughs> you see Jordan looking at you to say, oh, fuck you. I thought you. it was going quite well. But, yeah. but you know what, Chris? And, and that irked me a bit because you could see they, they obviously hadn't spoken about this before. He thinks, you know, there's something there. She's just not asked beyond that initial attraction and then she just gets bored straight away you know what in 10 years she's going to be the one crying and going oh why do i always pick the bastards and you know and i'll have no sympathy no <laughs> so yeah it, it's goodbye and good riddance for me yeah i'm the same the one i was shot with dave was nas i mean i know he's sort of not fa- again it's editing he's faded into the background the last few days since he dumped uh demi and i still can't remember that girl he's with dave uh eva eva so he's got with eva it, you know they've had a couple of kisses but they've not been prominent and, and sort of front of house as such with love island we've had all other stuff going on especially the callum and uh shauna shit and that but i was shocked he's gone but i just love the reaction of the housemates Fucking, you think someone's just been taken out by a fucking sniper or something, wouldn't you? You don't want to know. It's absolutely ridiculous. You know, they're absolutely just like someone's voted off on this game show where people get voted off every few days or at least every week. Oh my God. Yeah. The Nas situation, obviously, he's gone, she's gone, you know, see you later sort of thing. But I think the power play move that I spotted was Demi and Luke M because. I'm not buying the way that just came together. It was too cute for me. And it also um, negated Natalia, fucked herself over, the best bitch, uh, resting bitch face we'd seen all series because she then said to Shanice, and to be fair to Shanice, she called her out and she said, you can't say you're not interested. It's done. And then the next minute you're saying the door's still a little jar because you can't fuck about with people like that. But she, I honestly think what I said yesterday, it's just dawned on her thinking, hang on, I fucked off and jettisoned Luke M. 
who the hell am I going to go with now? And and I genuinely think yeah. she knows what she's doing. And her face, Dave, if there was ever karma, I was like, oh, fucking beautiful. <laughs> I, would you call it a power play? I mean, I thought, and, and Shanice isn't my favorite by any stretch, but I thought for her to do a little bit of matchmaking there, I thought, okay, fair play. Because yesterday we were talking about maybe Shauna and Luke M. And I was saying, I, I don't really see that. But as soon as Shanice was trying to be that matchmaker, I was like, hang about. That makes much more sense. I think Luke M and Demi are actually a good fit. Now, there's a cynical part to me that thinks, well, if you want to stay in the villa, <laughs> you're going to have to get together. There's no kind of matchmaking required. But they actually, for me, from what we've seen from the last few weeks, I think they fit together quite nicely. You know, they, they, they're both like, you know, fairly nice people. I know people don't like to be labeled nice, but that's what they are. So I think they fit together quite, quite well, I think. Yeah, no, honestly, I, I have no issue with that. I just, it sort of pushed Nas and, and uh, Eva out the door even more by that. And obviously it went off the well, vote as we, well, didn't we'd it? Already, we'd already had the vote, hadn't we, by, by that point. So I don't, think, I don't think that affected the voting at all. I, I don't quite know how Luke M and Natalia got more votes than Nas and Eva, to be honest. But I think Nas fucked over himself with, with that move for Eva and dumping Demi. Yeah. And again, I'm sorry to say it, Chris, but like I was speculating and, and asking that genuine question last week, does anyone give a fuck that Naz didn't kiss Eva in, the, in Casa Amor? Evidence nope. suggests not. No. Because Callum is still there. So I, I, I wasn't sure how it was going to play out. I was a little bit surprised that Naz went. But as you said, I did take a little bit of enjoyment, to be honest, on how Natalia <laughs> sort of reacted when they got together. And I think that whole bollocks about, um, you know, about her like saying, oh, well, you know, the door's not completely closed. That is purely spin. She yeah. knows exactly that it's closed, but she's saying to the group, look, I didn't just play him to get in the villa. That's not what happened. Yeah. That's all she's trying to do. She's trying to save face or else everyone can see through her. So uh, there's nothing there, but fucking hell. I hope my life never rests on Luke T actually getting an accurate message to me. (laughs) (laughs) He wouldn't make a very good James Bond, would he? It's like, what was the secret message, Luke? Yeah, it was like, um, she said, um, what was it? I can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like, it's like, it like his Duracell batteries had run out or something and he was just grinding to a halt and you can see Luke M's like, what are you fucking trying to tell me? <laughs> and then when he finally spits it out, you know, some garbled message about a not the door not being closed. That's the first raw emotion I've seen from Luke M where he's just like, I mean, to be honest, Chris, he went, oh my days. I'd have been like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> And give him a bed back, you yeah, fucking fuck game player. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I think as well, one of the characters who he's teething on the edge of going from a fan favourite to being someone who's getting, I saw her getting a lot of stick, was Shauna again. She, she's starting to sort of, there's like a resentment bitchiness in there now completely towards Callum. I'm not saying some of it isn't warranted, Dave. I'm not saying that at all. But 
the way she reacted, poor Paige and Finn, as much as I think it's fucking false bullshit, especially the way, I mean, Sam had even said it, especially when everyone was lined up on the top as if she'd not seen him when he asked her. But they were celebrating the start of the episode. What did she do? Picks up on a comment Callum says about, oh, it could be us next. And that's yeah, it. Yeah. She has to take Paige off on her, their moment of glory. And, and everyone online I saw was like, fucking hell, me, 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 bore off. And I think, it's one of them where she's just turned, and then in the game, the car game, she's saying like, "Isn't she? Oh, she deserves better than him." And it's like, yeah, you've got to realize we all do it, Dave. We all bitch, we all moan, but unfortunately, she's doing it in front of millions of people. So if she wants to win a popularity contest. This is not the way to fucking do it, Dave. I mean, I'm hoping this new guy who looks like just a fucking 50p version of Finn who's coming in. He looks exactly the same. <laughs> hairstyle beard I'm hoping she finds something with him I'm not saying she shouldn't and she's, she's not allowed to I just hope that side of her disperses I'm, if Callum and Molly end up getting voted off they get voted off but she could it could turn on her knowing the way this show works Dave, and the editing to be fair as well I think the problem is so it's a very natural thing that she's doing I think yeah. you know she's been hurt and, and we've said Many times across different podcasts, the, the people who are closest to you can hurt you the most. And the fact that I think most of their relationship was in her head, it was in her head. So, so she's equally hurt, whether it was real or not. So she's just kind of lashing out. But the trouble is that kind of nastiness and sniping, it, it's just a fairly unattractive quality, isn't it? So you're yeah. not going to get anyone on your side apart from, you know, the people who may be in that exact same headspace at the time and feel particularly betrayed by what Callum did. But I think the majority of people I've said, uh, I've seen online and what have you kind of agree with what we've been saying that like, look, it's shit. It's a shit situation, but you can clearly see that Callum and Molly are a better fit together. Yeah. And so, you know, and, and their relationship wasn't as perfect as she likes to make out. So this does make sense. As horrible as it is, I just hope, you know, you're right. You know, it, do you reckon the producers have lots of different people lined up? And then they're like, depending on where it goes, you know, they'll bring a different person in. Or, or am I just being naive there? It's just like, look... Page six of the script says, <laughs> yeah. after Sean has been, been dumped, you know, we'll bring in a bloke that's perfect for Sean. Maybe he's into politics or something. Uh, uh, and, you know, personality-wise, just absolutely fits with him, with now, her. Now, Dave, you know, the cynic, you were initially the cynic, but I think you've got to realise this. <laughs> In TV land, that is exactly what's happening, Dave. They've got a few people <laughs> in a house somewhere on holiday and they'll probably be split up or whatever they'll be because they're not just going to fly this person out. I wouldn't have thought the night before. They're going to give them a few days to adjust. They're going to word them up, what they're going to do. And I'm not, the way it's going and you can see the guidance that they're getting on a lot of this stuff, they are definitely sitting someone down and they're going to say to this bloke, if I were you, unless he gets a proper connection and he thinks, fuck it. If I were you, I'd have a go at trying to get with Shauna. And, and the clever man, like you'd said to me off the, off the podcast, is this going to be this season's Greg? He comes in, steals a show, takes the money and runs. I, I am so cynical towards that because I know how these producers work, Dave. It's so obvious what they're doing. It really, really is. And I, and I still think that's wrong that Demi and Shauna are not involved in the votes. 
they're not with people for a reason. So they've they've been recoupled. They should have gone. So so the the way they got rid of them, uh, the non islanders I call them, who nobody fucking knew who they were, like Alexi and all the other people who disappeared who were in Casa Morve, then vice versa. They went. Why would them in Sean them any different, Dave? It's bullshit. It's just complete uh, overproduction and keeping the people on screen that people that, that have people that like them. Maybe. I, I guess it's just the way it goes sometimes, doesn't it? Sometimes it's better to be in a couple. Sometimes it's better to uh, be single. Sometimes it's better to be one of the OG group. Sometimes it's better to come in late. So I, I don't know. It does seem remarkably similar to last year, though, doesn't it? I mean, to be fair, Callum hasn't been as much of a, a cock as Michael was. But yeah. it's still someone, it, it's a lady who feels wronged and, you know, this new guy's going to come in and, you know, it, it'll probably be charming. But I, I don't think, I, I don't think Shauna is really as charismatic as, as Amber was. And, and, and she had genuine cause for grievance as well. Michael was a complete dick, you know, yeah. to her a lot of the time. I don't think Callum has been. So it, it, it's not going to play out the same way, I don't think. But, um, but let's see. I did see someone tweeting, you know, saying, oh, I wonder if Callum will get jealous. I don't think he will. I think he'll just be thankful that he's, he's going to get less barbed comments and <laughs> side comments thrown his way. I think... He'll be genuinely happy for them. Yeah. What hope doesn't happen is that Shauna, basically, no matter who walked in, she's been cut just a little bit too deep. And so it's going to be more about getting one over on Callum than it is about investing in that person. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. And, and that's not good for her or the person she gets if she does get with somebody. Uh, now, Dave, we had a couple of emails and one of them is off the email queen kayla and she's putting a, dave she's actually putting her hat in the ring for love island so let me read this one in the usual kayla tone dave it says naz can fuck off the sourceless boy in brackets she's put wow 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 what an episode can i just say that's she, she don't call her shanice she calls her sore knees looks absolutely stunning without makeup and her hair wavy just had to throw it out there the show is feeling very scripty now but besides that i really like luke em and demi Natalia better keep her mouth shut and start packing now, as we said. Yeah, I'm excited for Shauna to go on a date with the Finn lookalike, but it'll probably be just like Greg from last season. I think you and her might have been talking here, Dave. She's right. <laughs> I'm glad Naz will now get to go home and see the public's reaction to him and Eva. I doubt they'll be together by the time they reach the airport. At least Rebecca was honest about not seeing Jordan after the show. The Castro Moore girls are such a bore besides Priscilla, who is a queen. They should throw in an American who doesn't know the slang and has only a vague concept of the show. Now, that would spice it up. Or maybe this is me throwing my hat in the ring to be on the show. Keep it up, guys. Kayla. Now, Dave, we should definitely be supporting Kayla if she wants to get in there and mix it up. But she's be like the inside spy for us, Dave, wouldn't she? She'd give us exclusive I... interviews at the end of the show and that. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I think she'd be awesome in it. But... I think, I, and I would pay money to see that first half an hour because they normally come in, don't they? And they're all lovey-dovey. I, I can see, you know, from the theme of our emails, <laughs> Kayla walking in and be like, you can fuck off. <laughs> as for you, you can fuck off as well. And you can fuck right off. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris doesn't like you and Dave doesn't like you. So, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, that'd be brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've had another email, Dave, from... Uh, it's a first-time emailing in. It's from uh, the lovely Cheryl, uh, Cheryl Louise. And it's uh, one of my favourite episodes tonight. It's all about karma. Hello, Chris and Dave. First, I wanted to say I really appreciate listening to you both as you never interrupt each other when each other are speaking. This might seem basic manners, but too many podcasts interrupt each other, so you miss out on the ending of a great story. Tonight's episode, that was a really nice uh, starting point that, Dave, to be honest. Hmm. Really nice. I, I think the only thing that's wrong about it is maybe that, that there's a good, there's an end to a great story. <laughs> Excuse me, Dave, my story's a legend. <laughs> <laughs> to me, anyway. <laughs> Tonight, so I'm going to be conscious of cutting you off now, Dave. You've, you've done this, <laughs> Sorry. So he says, Tonight's episode. I love this episode tonight. It was one of my favorites. It was all about karma. Rebecca was finally kicked out. I didn't like her from the start, but she did prove great entertainment. Really glad she has gone now. I was also glad uh, Naz was kicked out after how he treated Demi. He ne- never made sense and really went off him after that. However, the real karma was when them two lovely people, Luke, M and Demi, realized they are suited, especially after Mike teaches Luke M, M how to flirt. That was hilarious, as Mike was the best man for the job, and it worked. I know it's early to predict, but I have a good feeling about these two, and they might win it now. They are so sweet together. Also, not sure Molly's completely into Callum. Looking forward to seeing how that goes. Really looking forward to tomorrow's episodes. My favorite person, Sean, he's getting a well-deserved date tonight. Will Callum get jealous? So excited. Thanks for entertaining me. And this is my first email, Cheryl. So thank you so much, Cheryl. Brilliant email. Brilliant, Dave. That's fantastic. I do. I'm not sure I 100% agree with the whole Mike teaching Luke M how to sleaze up to someone. I, what did you make to that, Chris? Because I, for me, and, and I might be naive in this because I'm shit with women as well. So I, I, I just think if you have a natural connection to it, it means bouncing off the other person. It means seeing where you you do have things in common and you know having a bit of a laugh bit of a giggle and whatever um not talking about the bedroom there by the way but but that comes <laughs> later <laughs> um but when it's all kind of so formulaic and you've got a set book of moves and you're just like i do this then i do this and then you know, just slide up there don't say anything just slide up there i i'm just like no, there's, there's nothing fucking natural about that at all. It's just like you're putting out a load of moves. And so I agree. I mean, uh, it's, it, evidence suggests Luke M is not great. I bet on the outside world he does absolutely fine. But, you know, in the villa he hasn't had much luck. And, and I just found it, I found it odd. Yeah. Yeah, I, what, yeah, I agree. What, what, did, what did you make of all of that? Well, Dave, look, obviously I've been happily married for... 21 years this year, if we can get that right. 21 years, I've been with Sam 22 years. So we're going back to 1996, 97, like, you know, got with Sam in 98. Dave, there was only one show, had one man who could actually deliver the patter, Dave. And I did try it when I was in Manchester in clubs like 21 Piccadilly, Royals. And it was simply two words, Dave. How you doing? And Dave, did it work? <laughs> Did it fuck? Because <laughs> Friends was at its peak then, Dave. That never worked at all. So I can't say 
even with my undoubted charm and wit, Dave, that even this day and age, if I was single, that, that any of that stuff would work. I don't think, I think most uh, ladies can see through that, Dave. They'd be like, fucking do one. <laughs> I would have to say, as you always keep, you know, revelously, uh, joyously telling you, uh, users, <laughs> telling listeners how I'm older than you. I mean, most of my moves come from happy days. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I'm gonna tell just you walk, right. into, walk down the pub it's like hey and I'm, then I'm, you slap I'm, the jukebox and then it's like nope nothing happens and then you just I, like like a twat and then I go on <laughs> I've got to tell you a story now I, I have on. one of my stories now God is on his truth I swear to you it's no bullshit so Dave this is this is hot off the press this my wife can back me up on this except for the, the last bit you mentioned happy days this is as God's honest truth I, I swear my life this happened so the night I got with my wonderful wife was May the 1st 1998 Dave and we were in Manchester and we were in a club called the Lazy Pig it was a shithole it was a pound a drink 50p to get in and all that used to happen is everyone used to just get in a punch up because the fucking snake bites and everything else was disgraceful. It was probably fucking petrol we were drinking. It was hanging. However, I got with Sam, cracking a few jokes with her. We were talking. I've known her all my life. She was my, my, one of my best friend's sisters. So we, we've had this relationship. And it was the night of nights I thought, I am, I am on here. I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to make a pitch for it. Very much similar to Love Island. So had a couple of drinks. I'm throwing a few jokes out there and we we're getting a closer thought. You know what? I think we've got a chance here. Now, Sammy's a couple of years older than me, Dave. So obviously I'm on my best behavior. I'm trying to act mature. I was only 19. I went to the toilet and there's two lads there and they're trying to get condoms out, Dave. And they're using the condom machine and it wasn't working. And I'd had a couple of drinks, as I said, by this. this <laughs> no one's coming. <laughs> listen, this is God's on his truth. With, with the old snake bites, this is God's on his truth. Cocky arse here, walks up, and these two guys, about the same age as me, I went, what's up, lads? Can't get it out. This is on my fucking life. <laughs> I just went, watch this. And I kissed my fist, and I whacked it Fonzarelli, Dave, and the fucking condoms <laughs> come out, and I thought... Sam's in for a good night tonight, Dave. <laughs> did, did you get a double thumbs up? Like, hey. Yeah, hey. <laughs> yeah well, they, the thing was, though, I wanted them and they weren't giving me, Dave. had to buy my own anyway. But anyway, that's another story. <laughs> that is God's honest truth. It's a genuine story. To this day, I always remember it was the one time in my life I did the Fonzarelli Tuts. I used to love Happy Days. But anyway, for fuck's sake, I hope Sam awesome. never listens to this one. <laughs> She's heard that story before. But anyway... <laughs> He's awesome. <laughs> you know, most of this Love Island cast, if they were listening, will be like, "Who? The, what the fuck's Happy Days? <laughs> it's a, a historical documentary or something. <laughs> Don't mess with Richie Cunningham, Dave. Class, absolute class. <laughs> yeah. So, guys, on that bombshell, if you want to get in contact with us at Love Island Cast on Twitter, or if you want to email in, theloveislandcast at gmail.com. And if you do get a chance, please get onto your podcast catching up and drop myself and Dave a review on the show. It just helps us grow, and hopefully we'll catch them someday on the official one. So, Dave, brilliant episode. Thanks for letting me share my story there, and thanks to everyone who's emailed in over the last few weeks. It really is going uh, great going to the show, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye now.